Well, we, we each <laughs> put, <laughs> restart. Well, you put out two uploads, I guess. <laughs> okay. I put out two videos, one of which was a re-upload of the first video. And you put out a video. Uh, yeah. I, I put out the VTubers becoming less human. Uh, I had to re-upload it because the first one was 720p. Um, a learning experience for you. For, with Premiere, yeah. Because it's my first time using Premiere. I had to learn that shit. And of course, it'll be interesting to see because for the people who don't know, when you upload a video in 720p on YouTube, YouTube actually deprioritizes it in the algorithm. So I'm very personally curious to see the difference uh, in the results or whatever yeah. of your video now that you've uploaded it properly. Yeah, it's got about 12K right now, 12K views, which the other one had 20K views after about two days, and it's been not even a full day yet. And this one has so it's 12K, already so. more than halfway there. Yeah, I do wonder how this one will do. Are you um, getting uh, a lot of comments from viewers you recognize but, like, weren't? I guess it's hard for you. To, you probably weren't keeping track of the comments anyways, right? Well, what are you trying? Oh, as in, people didn't get it the first time around, but now that you uploaded it, like more of your subs might be getting it. I was wondering. A few people have said, I didn't even see this the first time, which is mm. kind of discouraging uh, on YouTube's part. And some people are saying, I'll, you know, I'll watch it again. Like, and so that's awesome to hear. Nice. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. Most comments are positive. Uh, one criticism I've gotten, which I, I think is a valid one. People saying that all my videos just end in the same conclusion of lonely men are becoming <laughs> uh, outcasted by society, essentially. Although that's not really that the conclusion really, of this video. Yeah, your conclusion was more like we are detaching ourselves from our humanity. Yeah. And, or whatever. Which now, to be fair, that is also something you've talked about multiple times. But whoever was saying the thing got the wrong. Uh, they said it wrong. You're, yeah. it, you're talking about this multiple times as well, but yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> I know sometimes you're a little bit more secretive with your video ideas, but I want to put this out there for my next one. I was thinking about making one about deep fakes. What do you think about that? Like a shorter one this time. Could be interesting. I mean, uh, do you have an angle for it? I don't know exactly yet. Hopefully not the same conclusion as this one. <laughs> that but, Yeah, I can see how you would end up in a similar road. Yeah, but it could just be a short one. I don't know. We'll see. One thing I actually didn't mention in my video that was brought to my attention by uh, one of my viewers who came into Discord after was that Roblox actually does have monetization options. Uh, I didn't realize that because I personally don't have Roblox. Because personally, I thought it was a joke. Well, I just don't have Roblox. <laughs> but um, yeah, apparently like people are like becoming millionaires off of their Roblox games. What the fuck? Yeah. So like he showed me this Holy game called shit. Adopt Me and it's a very popular Roblox game and the creators of that game have amassed over 16 million dollars from microtransactions that they put in the game. Dude, let's become Roblox millionaires. Fuck this. I'm what are we so doing on down. YouTube? Let's do fucking podcast do it. in Roblox. By the way, um I'm going to Add Boblox to the call right now. Oh, he's down? <clears throat> oh. Greetings. Yo, what's up? What's up, man? What's I've up? never talked with you before. No, um, I don't think I've talked with any of you before, so. Yeah. 
Please, are you recording right now or we are recording right now yeah we were like in the middle of uh, the podcast. that's what i assumed because <laughs> you're on set right now man wow. yo i'm on set of the glinkin slush show yeah, yeah. Gush podcast it's kind of like the eric andre show we're gonna have a naked guy right yes. out in a few seconds and slap you Hell yeah. um, so what's all right up, so we're talking about this uh tweet that cadence owens made about Cadence um, Owens, no... Candace Owens, Candace Owens. <laughs> yes, whatever. I don't know this person, but um, there's no society that can survive without strong men. The East knows this. In the West, the steady feminization of our men at the same time that Marxism is being taught to our children is not a coincidence. It is an outright attack. Bring back manly men. Now I respond by saying, last time I checked, the vast majority of men are masculine. Even if that wasn't the case, it wouldn't be an issue. And Dude, this is great. It's like watching, yeah, it's like watching yeah. a Boblax video in person. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, okay. Um, let me read your response word for word uh, again, just to see. I mean, what I took issue with was that number one, I feel like it's not really her tweet. I don't see how her tweets related to LGBT, uh, LGBTQ. Well, first of all, the tweet she was responding to was talking about a. Uh, Listen to talking about like gender talking fluid about Harry or something. Styles, who's like kind of dressing more feminine, but I don't think she was trying to attack anything. That's yeah, I don't think it was, the point of her tweet was about LGBT culture. I I think it was more about uh, the the attack on masculinity that has sort of risen up in the last I don't know decade or so yeah five to ten years i'd say mostly associated with quote-unquote woke culture or feminism yeah the attack on masculinity i see the more embracing of femininity but i don't see like necessarily like a huge attack on masculinity masculinity. it's like a really popular term that has come up in the last few years and uh, i think that that term has been used to just lump all masculinity into toxic masculinity over time with people who aren't really like it's probably started in academia and then sort of trickled down into circles of people who aren't actually educated on the topic but are just throwing words around then it becomes sort of mainstream from there totally also i'll say you're saying you haven't seen the attack of masculinity i feel like the whole pointing out everything is a patriarchy and yeah men like there's a lot lot of anti-male rhetoric i see particularly on twitter which i know is not everything but it's very popular but was the was the tweet she was quote tweeting an attack on masculinity i don't i didn't really see it as that i saw more as in like an embracement of well femininity i think she's trying to say that femininity is very celebrated while masculinity is very attacked i know i know she didn't show an article showing the latter but i think that's kind of just ubiquitous now like it's everywhere I wouldn't say it's like overbearing. I mean, there's definitely like uh, instances of masculinity being attacked, but I also see like, you know, masculinity being praised and stuff like that. So like, I just see it as like... I see that? I'm curious. Yeah, I don't see that too often. Like, just like pick people like saying, oh, this guy is hot or like fucking just people showing off their abs or whatever. Like it's... Like, no one looks at a guy who's very masculine. They're like, oh, fuck that, you know? Well, I, don't think I don't those are exactly examples of masculinity being praised, though. I think that's more just people being horny on Maine or something. Yeah. I think that, like, when I, I talk, when I say attack on masculinity, I mean, like, 
personality traits more than anything. Yeah, so when I looked at that uh, Owens tweet, I wasn't thinking that she was talking necessarily about like an attack on masculinity, but more saying that like femininity of men is an attack on masculinity, which I disagree with. Like the act of there being feminine men is an attack on masculinity because she and is that I would agree with you. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I that's how I saw okay. the tweet. Maybe we interpret it differently because my interpretation is just she's kind of pointing out the landscape of culture and, and media to be against masculinity and to praise femininity. Uh, and in that sense, one could make the argument that the two kind of are diametrically op- opposed, meaning the more that people praise femininity, the less, the more against masculinity they're going to be and vice versa. You don't think and I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Like if so, if someone's like, oh, I'm like praising that a man is feminine. Uh, I don't think that's an attack on masculine men. I don't think that person also like hates when a man is masculine or whatever. You can just praise anyone for any aspects they have. On you paper, praise I a masculine man and praise a, mas- a feminine man. It's, on paper, I agree with you. Like they it, both can exist, co- coexist at the same time. But I do think, and I guess it's obviously more anecdotal than anything, but I do think that right now we're living in a time where it is sort of like a, a swing in one direction where the praise of femininity is going up and the like uh, appraisal, appraisal of, of uh, masculinity is going down and the like rejection of masculinity is going up whereas the I, yeah i would say the down. rejection of masculinity is going up and that's an issue but i would also say that like masculinity has kind of generally been praised and i think the praise of femininity it might be like overblown now especially on the internet the thing is like this is all like subjective it like really depends like i don't know i think masculinity is like more praised in general but then that, that's like looking at it from like a real life perspective online it's definitely like very skewed towards like oh let's praise all these more feminine uh men or whatever but um when i when i saw her tweet she literally said word for word the study of feminization in our men is an outright attack and has taught our children to not be masculine because and and i just see that like the way she worded it it seemed like she was more like attacking femininity rather than saying hey let's not attack masculinity right it seemed more offensive than defensive uh, and that's why I was like, why is someone so intolerant of this person being feminine? And then I attributed like a feminine yeah, man being LGBTQ, which is kind of like the same category, like non-binary type stuff. Like I- I'm sure if a man dresses up in a dress in public, they're going to call themselves non-binary. So that's kind of how I attributed it to LGBT. Maybe that was a bit of a stretch, but overall, like that's just how I saw the tweet. Right. And I think that's what the tweet is saying more so than, um, that you know toxic masculinity and all the stuff you're saying which i generally do agree with it's just that i don't think that's what her tweet was saying although you did say you, don't see, you feel like most people are masculine most most oh people. yes for sure if you go outside are you gonna see a man in makeup or just a normal man with a beard like well <laughs> maybe maybe like the definition of femininity slash masculinity in a man is also subjective so I'm curious to see what yeah, if, if you think, think there's majority visible. femininity I'm I'm curious to see what your definition know, of that is. I don't know if I would say it's a majority of femininity but the trend certainly seems to be going that way and the trend is what matters because that is what reality is going to look like in, you know, a certain amount of time, 5 years, 10 years, whatever. Sure. So I well, see in my generation specifically 
uh, like, you know, kind of millennial zoomer, whatever those types of people, it's a meme, but like, yeah, you see a lot of femboy culture, a lot of femboy stuff, which again, oh, yeah. I don't want to say I have a problem with these things or I don't have friends who are like that, but that's just it. It's like, I see a lot of my own friends kind of either going down this, you know, I don't want to say path, like it's a bad thing all the time, but just they, they're kind of lean towards that more than being uh, more masculine, traditionally yeah. masculine stuff. I, so yeah, go on. Yeah, I personally think that's more of it just being more accepted. I think these people would have been, uh, you know, feminine men or wanted to be feminine men regardless. But maybe in the past they would keep it more of a secret or whatever. I disagree. Not... I disagree. Okay. I think that uh, it's like a reward system of behavior where you see femininity is rewarded. And uh, so you're seeing more people act feminine in order for, to get that sort of reward. It's kind of like I remember this joke i think it was like an onion article or something maybe was something like that where uh it was like the joke was that like parents are finding that their kids are pretending to be gay on twitter or something and it's like exactly like that basically. yeah yeah and I, I feel like maybe teenagers do that but once you get to a certain point in adulthood you'll like realize who you are and well that just... may be true of the past but you don't know how like let's say the culturally we go further and further in this direction you don't know that people will naturally come to the conclusion that like it could just lead people into yeah. a, a state of confusion about how they should be or who they are. Yeah. There, I, I remember there was like a similar uh, conversation around this with trans people in particular, like a couple of years ago, they were like, Oh, people are just trans trenders rather than transgender. Right. And they're only transitioning mm. because uh, people rewarded and people praise people who transition. And actually <laughs> I personally know a guy who, um, uh, thought he was gay and told everyone he was gay and then later he came out as straight which i found was pretty <laughs> interesting so I, I do understand like this like uh this uh, trend thing but to say that like you know or accuse all these people of trending isn't that kind of like what what if they're not like no i wouldn't i'm not accusing the all of them of trending or anything i'm just saying that that reward encouragement sort of system exists and that is going to lead confused people in like a direction that maybe is detrimental for them. Mm -hmm. And I also, I think that um, maybe you're, the way you interpreted Candace Owens' tweet is probably largely to do with you not really uh, focusing on these issues much in your day-to-day -day life. Oh, no. I, d yeah. I just saw the tweet and I'm like, wait, why are they shitting on this guy in a dress, right? Yeah, That's I can see I why thought. you would come to that conclusion. Uh, like, I don't, again, I don't even know who this Owens person is. She's verified, probably some political figure. I don't know who she she's is. Like, I uh, was just looking at the tweet for what it is rather than like anything surrounding yeah. it. Yeah. No, I get what, where you're coming from. Yeah, we don't need to focus so much on the tweet because I think I'm not trying to like put you on trial for a tweet. I, I was just yeah, interested yeah, yeah. in, I'm more so just interested in the conversation and seeing where you were coming from, to be honest. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, you said like I didn't think deeply about the topic enough which i think i have well yeah i said that because you said bit. society doesn't need majority masculine or majority feminine men slash women uh and yeah i I, agree with that. I i personally strongly disagree with that i think society does need majority masculine men and majority feminine women wow based slush <laughs> based, based yeah I, I agree Turkey with Tom would be proud um, i mean we've never seen a society where it's um you know equal feminine slash uh masculine men or majority feminine men so literally like it's not field tested so i can't tell whether it would work or not 
right. I think it's fine the way it is. Uh, my whole thesis on this is just let people express themselves the way they are. And, you know, just because like someone's a feminine man doesn't mean they're like contributing to the downfall of society. Which, no, I agree. With I know you that's not that what sure. you're saying, yeah. but I felt like that's kind of the message that this Owens person was uh, was pushing out there. You know? I think that her message is more of a fear that if we continue to downplay masculinity and encourage femininity, they're eventually going to end up with a complete lack of strong male presence in society. And that since she, Candace Owens is a Republican, which means that she's probably has like more traditional views and a traditional mm -hmm. view would essentially be that you need a strong male, a masculine and a strong female presence in society for it to function properly. Yeah. And, and I, I just don't agree with that, but I understand that opinion. I just don't agree with it. I think we it. can look to history somewhat for this, though. I mean, people often... I've heard this argument or this point being made, which I think is a good one, that like in the fall of Rome and maybe some other ones too, the men... Well, not just the men, I guess everyone, was just very obsessed with gender and gender roles and these kinds of things because uh, I forgot the exact reason he was saying, but uh, this guy named Douglas Murray... Uh, talked about it. Who's this? Uh, he's not related to Charles Murray. Some people think that he is. Uh, I don't even know who that is. He's a, he's a British uh, author, I believe, Douglas Murray. Anyways, but he was talking about uh, how during the fall of Rome, there people were became very obsessed with gender and taking apart everything down to the most minute detail and deconstructing everything, including gender, deconstructing identity. And it's hard to not see parallels between that and where we are now in the American empire. As, so that's as a counterpoint to saying, well, it's not that this has not been completely unfield tested. It, it sort of has, or not exactly mm. the same, but similar. Maybe. I actually didn't know about that, but um, I, I, I do agree, like, and I understand the perspective that it is a bit excessive. Like I was more right-leaning like four years ago, and I probably would have agreed with all of what you're saying wholeheartedly back then um what's changed i'm curious it's just like i feel like forcing people into a position where they feel like they have to fulfill a, a certain role to make other people happy but when it's like when it off like when it ultimately doesn't harm people it's just like it's an unhealthy mindset for some people to get into i'm looking at it as i'm, I'm more of like an individualist level like what if you're a feminine man but you feel guilty because you feel like you're you know, as I said, contri uh, contributing to like a less strong society or whatever. I would say in response that it's much, I feel like it's much more likely for people of our age to feel the opposite, to feel guilty or like wrong if they're portraying masculine traits. Um, and I think, I do think it's, it, it is a lot more accepted, at least amongst, again, younger people to be more feminine as a guy than it is to be more masculine. I honestly believe uh, that. I think it depends where you go on the internet and where you go in real life too. Cause like, I don't know, like when my friends work out or whatever and they get buff, everyone's like, hell yeah, keep grinding, bro. You look awesome. Like that's, it's encouraged like working out, looking strong, yeah, think, being masculine. You keep tying the idea of masculinity to just physique when I don't even think the two are related actually. Like, Wait, but, but she was replying to a guy in a dress which would be feminine so i'm well, well i think we're moving away from her specific tweet and just more on the yeah, concept I'm not even talking of about masculinity oh, okay. in society 
I, I guess what I'm saying is working out and being in shape can just as much be a feminine trait as it can be a masculine one. They're not necessarily uh, masculine or feminine just for... Well, know. it depends like what you're working out. Like if you're working out your ass, it's more like feminine. <laughs> but if you're working out your biceps and shit, I would say that's masculine. Todd directed uh, masculinity. Maybe. But it, but it's yeah, also it, like it, kind of uh, the fact that you care that much about your arms and your physique, you could argue itself as very vanity driven and in some ways feminine. Well, I see masculinity as fem and femininity as like, you know, expressing yourself. Like the whole concept of masculinity and femininity in itself is vanity. Like it's just. I don't see. I don't agree. Yeah, I think like. Yeah, I see. Uh, yeah, I see. We like. Uh, yeah, as, as Glink was talking, I or slash, I don't I can't really tell your voices apart. <laughs> all too well i apologize for that uh so but, like I, I think we have different yeah. we have and like different Glink. definitions we have different definitions of uh masculinity and femininity so i would like to like hear what your baseline like in what your in your opinion like how would you define masculinity and femininity okay. uh, let me let me start each i think sure. masculinity is best defined by personality traits and the type of culture that surrounds that archetype of a man so to speak uh so a masculine man is someone who is very not very emotionally open um but i think the other side of not being emotionally open is that you're willing to take uh, a lot of risks you have a lot of strength you have endurance you have stoicism you can mm -hmm. face great difficulty and rise to a challenge and you know the whole idea of like one man can change the world is true i think when you're driven enough and a lot of these traits that i'm talking about these driven you know strength these kinds of things they are more masculine traits and feminine traits are by the way i think i'm probably i don't know if i'm equal parts but i'm definitely very feminine in by my own definition which is that i think feminine traits are more like creative and very open-minded very expressive through art, through language, nurturing, nurturing, caring. And by the way, I think both of these are great and men can be both of these things. But I do think that we're kind of losing masculinity from our society as well. Well, the thing is, like, I see you would agree that the term masculinity and femininity are like polar opposites. Like, it's just like a spectrum and one would be femininity on one side and masculine so you can't be masculine and feminine at the same time you'd agree with that right you can't um, be 100 percent masculine yeah you can't at the be same well, uh, you can be 50 so, in somewhere on the spectrum well yeah with yeah with your definition of masculinity like you're saying like a, a, a fully masculine men would be more emotionally reclusive but also like very um uh yeah i can endure and uh achieve a lot, You'd have a lot through some emotional endurance yeah, yeah. resilience yeah. so i think you can be both i think you can be emotionally open and vulnerable if you want to be and you can be more stoic and uh you know i agree that you can and both. grind and that would put you somewhere you in, want. Uh, in the, along the spectrum that isn't on the extreme either extreme I, and i totally agree that you can be both and maybe we need i think that's that's actually what we need more of is a balance of yeah. those things for sure yeah, and to your point earlier, I think that we absolutely should be encouraging people to just express themselves in the way that is natural to them. But I, exactly. I think that we're not doing a very good job of it with – I think that you have this thing with uh, progressive culture where in an effort to get somewhere, they're constantly putting someone else down. So it's like in an yeah, effort to like reach 
equality, it's like we are seeing a lot of like anti-white like rhetoric from yeah i really don't like that i'm not like i'm not like super like progressive like libtard or whatever i'm more like leaning a bit more to the left but like i i do think there's definitely like a limit like when you're when you're like praising this stuff so much that you're also putting the other side down in the process i think that's an issue i think it should be that uh everything is accepted and equal and everybody can be with the raw unless it's like illegal, obviously, like yeah, pedophilia yeah, yeah. or some crazy shit like, like that. That's but... generally where I stand too. Like everything, like people should just be able to be who they are, and every aspect of what's natural should just be encouraged without discouraging a different aspect, basically. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that that yeah. what, that no, whole, you this whole community debate thing is that like people like Glink and I are concerned that like there's. The, in the effort to embrace femininity, that there's just been a push down on masculinity. Your and concerned the, parents. <laughs> and the implications yeah. of that are, are negative overall on society. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's interesting about this discussion is I think we ultimately agree in the place we want to be, but I see it as more like masculinity is like up here and like femininity in men is down here and the femininity needs to catch up. But you see it as like the opposite with the femininity is passing the masculinity. So just the state of where it's at, we disagree, I guess. But I think we want the same thing, ultimately, is what I'm gathering from here. I wouldn't say that I think femininity is passing masculinity. I just think that, like, masculinity is being, or is like, getting knocked to over point. or whatever. Yeah. 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 I, I, like, I would say that from a big picture perspective, I feel like it's what the ideal that you guys want. I don't know if it's possible. And I want it, too, where there's a almost like a perfect balance of yeah. the two i feel like there's always going to be one that's more dominant in the culture and for a long time it yeah. was masculine and patriarchal and now it's more like feminine which i don't think is any i think you know there's a lot of consequences that can come with that and there's consequences that come from the masculine one too but it's like which world would you rather live in and i'm not convinced that it's the feminine one generally when it comes to these things i'm like i'm all about equality of opportunity not equality of outcome because i recognize that things in, in a natural state of things it's it's not equal you're always going to have more of yeah. one thing come up as long as everything everyone and everything has the same like ability to do whatever then i'm happy yeah the same starting point yeah like i'm yeah. not like if, like for example i'm not like a communist i don't think everybody should have equal but i do think like if we live in a capitalist society everybody should have like wait you're an not equal a chance to <laughs> no, no. <laughs> everyone should have like an equal chance to like uh you know achieve greatness the only thing that should be stopping you is yourself mm-hmm. like for example a black person and a white person have the, should have the both the same opportunities at, to become a millionaire for example exactly, or whatever yeah. so we should strive yeah. towards that although that will never be the case because there's obviously variable variables like Maybe you grow up with you, you know, have shit parents or what have you. So there's always all these other variables, and you can never have it perfectly perfect, yes. but or even. Yeah, it's incredibly but I, I think like to advocate for, um, you know, quality of opportunity to, uh, to have equality. Yeah, that's. And so, that's yeah, the I, concerning I don't know. thing about that uh, that video clip. Kamala Harris, our uh, next president, Madam President, is uh, oh the thing before the election. Yeah, the equity. It's like she's saying the problem with equality, and that how she's basically advocating for equity, which is what we're talking about. And I agree with you: is the equality of opportunity. Everyone, we should strive to make people start from the same place. 
but equity is like everybody gets the same result, which is basically communism as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, yeah, that video was free yeah, in a way where it's like we should all have the same starting point, but then it suddenly puts in and we should all end on top of the mountain. But it's like yeah. the, whether or not you make it to the top of the mountain should be based on your own ability to climb. Your merits, yeah. 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 Like your yeah, desire but, but, to climb, rather. Yeah. Basically, where I was coming from with this is like, I don't think any of being either masculine or being feminine should be discouraged. And I feel like with that tweet that Owens made, it was discouraging femininity in men as a bad thing. And that's why I'm like, why are people so intolerant of femininity? Uh, but yeah, that that's just, that's why I made that tweet. And that's also, and the reason I replied, um, uh, which is, I guess why you stepped in slush uh, yeah. is, yeah, I said that like, a society doesn't need majority femininity or need majority masculinity. And that's my opinion, uh, but it needs to be field tested and it can't be field tested because it's always been majority yeah. masculinity. Maybe if it keeps going down this uh, concerning road, I guess, where like femininity would overtake masculinity within men, which would be a See, bit I, weird. I, I don't know like how that would only ever play out, but it was, like forced to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that like when I say that like a society, I think a society does need majority masculine men and majority feminine women. I mostly mean that I think that the majority of men are naturally masculine and the majority of women are naturally feminine. Yeah. And like that needs to continue. to. Yeah, exist. the balance needs to stay. I actually agree. I fully agree with that. There needs to be a balance between the two. It can't be like everybody's 99% feminine, majority girls, majority men, and there's no, there's almost yeah. no masculinity. Yeah. I think that's a bad balance because I think, like, masculinity and femininity really, like, work well with each other, like, within yeah. relationships or society in general, and they bring different uh, positives and negatives, as you were saying earlier, with, like, creativity versus, like, uh, uh, you know, working hard or what have you. Although I wouldn't specifically tie to the those traits to the words masculinity and femininity I get. Uh, the concept you're bringing up. I definitely think that um, there does need to be a balance of masculinity or femininity, but whether that's in men or whether that's in women, I think is irrelevant. And that was the point I was making. Thank you, Bo Black's very cool. <laughs> I don't know. I rambled um, a little bit there. No, we had a, we had a good discussion. I do, I do care about this topic uh, a lot. I think it's interesting. So. No, I think it's good that you it came on because Tweets are just. I don't so know. Bad I just read tweets. Here. If I make a video that isn't reading tweets, read Candace Owens's tweet and this time make a whole video <laughs> dissecting it. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like to get political because it's like I do occasionally, obviously, with that that tweet, but it can get very like hostile. I mean, luckily you guys are very like easy to talk to, so it's not. Aww. It wasn't like a heated debate or anything <laughs> like that. But I feel and like if I was combo. talking to someone else, uh, they could How old be are you, very. By the way? 23 oh, okay you're not that much younger yeah he's like a few so, years younger than you yeah no you're no you're you're a reasonable guy if i'm talking to you yeah thank you i think that's yeah. uh you know it's just a problem <laughs> with twitter uh everything sounds like such a matter of fact statement when it's in i know years there's always it's, way more nuance it yeah there always is way more nuance i mean i don't know if maybe I could admit some fault here. I don't know if there was like anything I said in my tweets that seemed like super definitive or could be like misconstrued in a, well, the wrong way. Obviously, I only see my tweets in the way I think. Yeah. So like, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. Well, we're just in, in a about funny way, this whole conversation comes about from the lack of nuance on Twitter because I bet yeah. you 
that if Candace Owens had more room to say what Let's she, add her she to was this thinking. Call. Let me add her. Let me add her. <laughs> I'm gonna mess I bet you her, her tweet would uh, frame her perspective more fully. No, actually, and then you wouldn't Owens have missed. Is pretty unreasonable in person too from the podcast. Actually, yeah, I've, I have seen her on <laughs> Joe Rogan podcast and she seems fucking she's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not yeah, a good looking, example, but the, the point still stands. <laughs> yeah, looking back at my tweet, maybe I shouldn't have said it's such a childish mindset because that puts it in like like if you don't think my way, you're childish. Which it's I probably right, yeah. probably shouldn't have said that one, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, we've all done uh, it. Okay, dude, it's a trash website. It's fast. <laughs> dude, <laughs> this is always an issue with the base. I feel like I end up. I feel like people agree in general, like agree with each other a lot more then they realize but yep. the thing is we're coming at it from different points of views you're coming at it from there's too much femininity i'm saying like there's not enough but our the result we want is relatively the same yeah uh that that happens a lot when i talk with people and we're all but... in our own little social bubbles on the internet so yeah exactly but you're absolutely and right the... people have way more in common with each other than they realize most of the time yeah for sure um i think that's like and... a very positive outlook too to have because People feel we all feel like we're so divided these days, but mm -hmm. in reality, we're actually way more on the same page. Yeah, than, than the and like I don't necessarily think like you're wrong in like your views of um that there's like too much promotion of femininity and like uh too much discouraging of masculinity because in another place on the internet or in the world that might be true, but I think it's just different depending on what sector of the internet you're engaging in or what sector of the world you're engaging in in real life. Like, for example, I live in British Columbia, so I live in a very more liberal place, but I go. don't know if I'd be having that same discussion if I grew up in Alabama, you know? So yeah. it's just, it's different. So everybody, you can be right, but maybe only for your area in particular okay, of what Canadians people think. <laughs> Too I much Canadian. You got to join us, man. You got to move here. I've... Get out of there before the Civil War. Dude, at this point, yeah, <laughs> I need to seek asylum. Truly. <laughs> Come live in Toronto with me. Um, so Bo Blacks, thank you for being on. Uh can you leave the call now? <laughs> okay. No, <laughs> thanks Honestly though, thanks for coming. It was nice talking with it's you. It was a good conversation. Yeah, it was fun. You Wait, what's the podcast here. called so I can actually go back and it's that. gonna be it's called Gush. This is gonna be uh episode seven. And it's okay. gonna, we'll, I'll link it to you. It'll be up tomorrow okay. or tonight. I don't know. We'll do it soon. Okay. See you later. Thanks for letting me invade your podcast for yeah, a brief moment. Thanks, Thanks for coming, dude. Peace. God, God, surprise the guests. Like, who knew? Finally, he's gone. <laughs> Can we go back to saying how much femininity sucks now? <laughs> God, what a pussy, right? I was only pretending to be Canadian to make him feel better. <laughs> I actually hate Canada. <laughs> no, he's that was he's that was pretty good, reasonable. Yeah. I'm glad that we had that conversation because I honestly wouldn't have known his actual thoughts on the matter otherwise, yeah. probably. And even you were discouraging me from replying earlier, and I tend to try it. Usually, like, I don't like getting into Twitter arguments, so I maybe maybe never would have found out uh, his actual thoughts on the matter. No, you're like me. You don't accept a little bit less like me, but I think usually you uh, try to stay out of conflict or kind of arguments especially online but i think when online, you get dragged yeah. into one if you're invested you go you're really invested i think in person i'm very confrontational but online i'm not really and i think online there's no like the value 
in being confrontational is just not there you, you just end up arguing yeah. against a screen and it's like pointless and the person you're talking to often if it's through text the person you're talking to just is probably not getting swayed in any way and they're yet not another way that masculinity way. is <laughs> discouraged but yes but in person it's so much more worth it to be confrontational because of like some someone's pulling some shit or something's happening that's not okay like you in, in your daily life in your actual tangible life you gotta you gotta correct it you can't just let someone walk all over you yeah absolutely obviously pick your battles though this was an interesting little experiment though because we went directly from a twitter conversation to a i've never done that yes like that fast actually and that have i done that no i don't think so it's interesting i hope that that your obs was recording all of that yeah it was it is okay because we don't have his audio otherwise (laughs) no i know i know um yeah, that's Bo Blacks, everybody. From that's the Bo Blacks, commentary Buck Snacks. Community. Does this mean we're part of the commentary community now? Because we made a piece I think of that we are like by proxy became part of the commentary community. When we had Turkey like, Tom. Sometime this year. Yeah, I don't know. When we had Turkey yeah. Tom on, maybe, yeah. I want to get the fuck out. The fuck <laughs> out, buddy. No, Why we're the not commentary community is the only community that's like critical of things. True. I like that a lot about the commentary. Well, I, I think. You'll find, I don't know if there's much of a community, but you'll find YouTubers like, I would guess that people like Barely Sociable, uh, Oki, um, a few others who kind of make more journalistic or long video essay style videos. They seem like they're the types to be more. Yeah, they certainly are too. 100%. YouTube and authority and such. I agree. Yeah. Commentary is the new punk rock. The thing is that like those guys are just individuals, whereas yeah. the commentary community is an actual community, and usually communities tend to like, I don't know, they're trying to be very much appeasing to the general public, and you, you just you don't usually see a community like unanimously criticizing something that yeah the rest of the world is blindly like just looking the other way or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so I called it the punk rock. Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It sounds so lame out loud. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm kind of... punk rock. I'm joking, <laughs> but it's like... Yeah, no, but there's truth to the analogy. Yeah. So, anyways, back to our videos. Um, let's talk VTubers. Uh, let's are you going to watch VTubers now that you're done the video on them? Will you keep that's, up with them? That's a good question. That's a really good question. Because I am subscribed to a few, and I do see that whenever they're live, it pops up. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Maybe I'll watch clips or something if they go viral. But I've never really been the type to sit down and watch any streams for a long period of time. But for this video, I I did feel like VTubers were more alluring than if I was just researching some random streamer or something happening on Twitch that I'm not uh, that invested in. You know, like I was... I found myself getting more invested in this video as I was making it, which is uh, an interesting feeling because I think it shows that there is uh, there is a lot of potential uh, into what you're saying and what you're experiencing. Yeah, like like you said in your video, they sort of you get lost in in their performance or whatever you want to call it, and the way that they you know that they're just this cartoonish character and it's like 
infectious and it's kind of, you kind of just can't help yourself but laugh along with what they're doing and enjoy the experience yeah and that's it's also something that's at the cross section of what we're talking about because there is a lot of i think a lot of feminine men are kind of drawn to vtubers uh and i think it's it kind of speaks to the that being more of a thing now uh i don't think you had this audience of 50,000 live viewers for some of these streamers on a daily basis 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Um, it's it's really getting very popular and it's not hard to see why. Yeah, I mean, even my experience of YouTubers is basically your video and Ecom Bokum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I enjoyed both quite a bit. Like the, all the clips you had of the VTubers, like it's, it's just entertaining as fuck. Mm-hmm. But that what's interesting is that you're at least unless I'm misunderstanding is that you're saying that like this making this video made you more interested in the topic, but usually that wouldn't happen for you. Well, no, it's not that it usually doesn't happen, but it's just usually like if I was making, I mean, I'm sure we, cause we've talked about this. Like when I've made videos on Twitch, you've made videos on Twitch. Yeah. Um, unless it's a specific streamer that I'm really interested in or the videos about a specific streamer, Generally speaking, when I'm compiling clips and recording footage and giving examples of different streamers and such, I'm pretty uninvested in, I might be invested in the idea of the video or the topic in general, but like, I don't actually hold any interest or attachment or get really any enjoyment myself out of the streamer. Usually, um, this might be a little bit different for you because you make history ofs based on streamers that are already interesting to you. So that's, of course, that's not different. See, that's dynamic. not entirely true. I've done no? videos on people that I didn't have an initial interest in when I started. Like when I did the Shroud documentary, I did the Shroud documentary as a business move in my head. I was like, okay, mm. I made this Dr. Respect video that I thought was going to do so well but at the time was a complete flop. It didn't get any views, got like 4,000 views and just stopped. Now it has what, like 2 million? 4 million. Holy shit. Talk yeah. about a slow burner. <laughs> yeah. How long it's before it got popular? It just, it started getting popular like halfway into the process of me working on the Shroud video, which was the next video that I was doing. Uh -huh. okay. And my mindset for picking Shroud was, okay, uh, maybe my Dr. Suspect video is failing because it's oversaturated as a topic. Let me pick, yeah. And I had never done a Twitch streamer at this point. I'd only done two Smash players. And I was like, I want to do a documentary on a Twitch streamer. So let me pick someone that's popular but doesn't have a lot of videos about them. And that and the, also I was thinking, oh, someone that people on Reddit like. So someone could post my video on Reddit and it'll do well. And I, through that, I came to the conclusion that, oh, I should do a video on Shroud. But by the time mm. I finished the video, I was like... Shroud's fucking awesome. Like, I love watching this guy. And I, I continued to watch him for a little while afterwards, too. And yeah. on top of that, my brother got into Shroud and still watches him. Oh, okay. That kind of, that was bigger. That changed your life, basically. Well, I don't know about life, but the point is that, like, it's not, for me, it's pretty common that once I start diving into a topic, I become increasingly more interested in the topic itself and the things around it. Yeah, I'm just talking about like, okay, for the parasocial problem with live streaming video, mm -hmm. I'm very interested in the topic, but when I'm gathering clips from these streamers, I'm not at all drawn to them. Does that make sense? 
Whereas when I'm doing the same thing with VTubers, I'm like, oh, this is actually, this is kind of funny. Like this is, I would, this clip would be funny to me just if I wasn't even doing research. You know but I think mean? the difference is that like when you're drawing clips of streamers for the parasocial problem with live streaming, you're kind of just getting a whole bunch of, there's like no uniting theme of, it's just clips from streamers ultimately, you know? Well, yeah, but some, some of the clips are meant to suit a certain narrative. I mean, yeah, sure. whatever. I, I guess but like VTubers is just like, it's VTubers. It's like a category entirely. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, VTubers are, that's, they really are their own category. That's the main and I think it's going to get more popular. I hope I'm oh, definitely. wrong in a way, but really? I, I just, I mean, yeah, I would rather, wouldn't you, like, okay, imagine the Twitch just chatting section one day is majority, majority of the popular streams are VTubers. I mean, we're already kind of there because I, I see Iron Mouse who streams on there and Nanners, these two VTubers on Twitch and they get you know, multiple thousands of viewers and they're usually near the top of uh, just chatting on, on Twitch. But like, would that be, would that be disturbing to you at all? If the majority of, let's say a few sections on Twitch were VTubers all the time. Inherently it wouldn't, but it would really depend on, I would be more concerned if I was starting to see weird behavior from the viewers of those VTubers mm. more than anything. Because I know, like, for the people doing running the streams, for them, this is like, oh, it's just like a, uh, I'm putting on a little show. Like, I don't think for them, yeah. like, this whole, the idea of becoming less human, I think it applies less to them. I think it applies more to the viewers watching the VTuber. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, I think it applies to both, actually. But anyways, it's obviously more impactful to thousands of viewers versus one Streamer. Yeah, and but numbers aside, I just think that the actual streamer is more detached from the concept of this VTuber character being a real living thing, as opposed to the viewers who are solely yeah, experiencing I, the VTuber character. As I don't think a, I agree with that. Because when I was making that video, when I had my VTuber character, I do feel... Well, I, I feel maybe the word is maybe you're right technically that I do feel detached, but it's like I feel like when that character is talking in my video, there is a degree of separation between if it was just my narration or certainly if it was me on camera, you know? And so like what is this thing sure. I've created? But like you are also experiencing yourself when you're talking. So it's like you know you know your own existence. To you it's like there's you and then there's your character. And maybe, yes, you've created this thing that's detached from you that seems to be alive on its own. But the difference is for the viewers, there is no... If, like, let's say you were a VTuber, there is no Glink. There is just Glink's character. And the Glink's character is what's alive on screen all, all the time. And mm -hmm. so, like, the idea of the person behind the mask is just, like, completely obfuscated at that point. Whereas for the person wearing the mask, like, they know who they are. Like, they... Like you can make arguments about wearing a mask too long turns you into something else or whatever, but there is no is, glink. Yeah, like for 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 you there is a glink and there's a glink character, and for the viewers no. there is just a glink character. No, there is no glink. Okay, whatever, Greg. Okay, I'm just. It's being... not the the glink that bends. It's just yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyways, what's latest with <laughs> Animal Collective news? <laughs> So anyways, fuck it, man. What's been up? How's your daughter? Um, Great segue. Yeah. Well, I think we're we're about ready to wrap up, actually. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long this episode's been. My recording says I've been recording for an hour ten, but obviously it's the podcast is shorter Dude, than that. Nobody's listening to this point. I, mine's also an hour ten. All right, if you're listening uh, to the podcast still at this point in the comments, just write cereal box. Just in anywhere in your comments. And if you're so on Spotify, log in on YouTube and type something in the comments. And if you're on uh, Spotify, just donate $400,000 to each of our accounts. 